It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast with your host, Derek McCaw. Thank you. Thank you. Coming live from uh, Fanboy Planet Comics, uh, 2925 El Camino Real, Santa Clara, California, Suite 105. Next week, I guess it actually changes over. It will become Elusive Comics and Games. That's we'll why, still be here. That's why I said we'll Fanboy Planet. We'll still com. be, well, I know. We'll still be uh, hyping the store. Uh, will you be, be hyphing the store? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like to get hyphy. You know, YouTube really not, footage coming soon. I'm really not quite sure what that is. Anyway, yes, I'll post it on the. I'll post uh, the footage of me Derek getting hyphy this on weekend. The website. That's the story. He's sticking to it. That's uh, your honor. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is uh, your self-delusional uh, editor-in-chief, Derek McCaw. With me, of course, was my my peeps, my homies. Your hyphy buddies. My posse. Of course, across from me, Pez McWeeperson, whose real name is... Raccoon Man. Oh, uh, Lon Lopez. Lon Lopez, that's right, baby. We've got... I want great Moral drink, arbiter and sound engineer... Hey, I'm the compass, man. I'm not the arbiter. Moral compass. Thank you. Okay. What Rick, is an arbiter? Rick Brett Snyder. It's something nobody knows, but everyone knows that compass. Oh. Indeed. <laughs> I point us in the right direction. <laughs> and I can't really call him a guest commentator. Occasional commentator? Semi-commentator? Seasonal? Seasonal, Seasonal commentator? Like tide. I'm a migrant, really. That's what yes. my people do. Yeah. When, the, when the tide is low and there's room to come out from under the bridge. What about when the tide is high? The tide is high and I'm rolling on. All right. Okay. Thank you. And he's going to be my number one. We're here all week, everybody. Mr. Chris Garcia. Hey, everybody out there in fanboyplanet.com podcast land. It's great, man. When he talks, that beard moves. It's like you can't even see where the Muppets are. It's like Muppets two animals underneath. in one. Yeah, it's, it's very like, seductive, it's, though. It's like, too. yeah, okay. I can't even I've see where the puppets I've got fake head, but real hands. Like the Swedish chef, yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow. Move right along. Okay. Ouch. Okay, well, let's begin. Let's talk about comics, if we may. Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to start by mentioning, of course, that uh, on Fanboy Planet and on several websites, we have a timer countdown to World Oh, War is it Hulk. when the Olsen twins turn 18? No, oh, they, that already happened. Oh, uh, what? Yes. I missed it? Yes. There was a party. Damn it. World War Olsen You weren't invited. Twins. World War Hulk is coming in just uh, well less I than three weeks. I thought it already came. Didn't we no. talk no, about no, no, it no, coming? No, no. But, here, but here's what I'm going to say: Prelude. because uh, I want to talk about a comic that hit the stand today, which is She Hulk 18, which I put on the spotlight. Wait, She Hulk's 18 now? Yes, She Hulk's 18 awesome. now. Awesome! You know. And I retired to the bathroom. You know, <laughs> she's still not. Gonna you shame me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. she'll snap you in two like an oblong aspirin. And if any of you have seen Lon, you know how hard that would be. Well, she is a she-hulk. <laughs> okay, calm down, Buffering. All right, so <laughs> She-Hulk 18 comes out this week. And the reason I bring it up and spotlight it is because it is what I consider the bridge book. Sorry, Chris, I mentioned bridge. The bridge pro got excited. That uh, The bridge book between Civil War and World War Hulk. Some of the criticisms of what, what happened in the aftermath of the Civil War get addressed in this book, while at the same time, it's very clear... What do you she, mean? You mean the criticism, meaning it sucked, and they're going to make it better? Is that what uh, you're Yes, saying? actually, oh, that's okay. what it is. Because remember, the She-Hulk does is one of the few characters that is aware that she is a comic book character. What? No, that actually, oh. that has not been in Dan Slott's run at all, but it was in John Byrne's run in the uh, yes, early 90s that she was... Uh, Definitely, it was a postmodern comic character. Was it when that meta fictional, if you will? Was that was when She Hulk was being played by Ambush Bug? Is that what it was? Or <laughs> you wouldn't think that they were counterparts to each other in the respective They're both universes? green. Okay, oh I'm going to start diagramming our our, our tangents. I, 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 you know, I want to say fairly. I was trying to you keep were, forward. Oh, steam, steam forward. I learned it by watching you. <laughs> 
A message from the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, it's coming out as a, as a bridge issue, which definitely is rolling in, but I thought uh, really cool. After she answered the uh, iron booty call of Tony Stark last issue. Whore. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And she complains about that. That answers that criticism. Why, why does she seem like a trollop when Tony Stark is just a player? Because she should have known better. Because life is not Fair. No, it's not. If it was no, fair, he has a rep. she'd be real. She has a rep. I mean, he has a rep, and she has a law degree. She should be smart enough to know <laughs> to those two out. things don't add up. Which she finally understands in this issue. Afterwards. So I really like want people to pay attention to Like a typical she-woman. Right. Got it. As a... Wow, it suddenly got really bitter in here. I know, you know. <laughs> I'm I need afraid a smoke. To, I'm afraid to go out in public with Lon now because... <laughs> Oh, anyway, I'm back. Okay, great. Uh, but something else that comes up from Marvel this week is sort of a crossover, and I just want to recommend this sort of thing since obviously we are entering the age of the Silver Surfer. We cannot escape it. The this, age, the rise of the Silver this Surfer. Is the of so of course, which means this summer we're going to get a lot of Silver Surfer books from Marvel, just as we had a thousand Ghost Rider titles to tie in with Ghost Rider. Marvel has chosen this week to release what I think is an actual great value, the Silver Surfer Omnibus. I think it's like 100 bucks. How much is that, Lon? You've wandered over there. Check that out. I think it's 75 74 99 74 99 A steal. Damn, I went over. Because we know Ultimate Fantastic Four is introducing Silver Surfer. We know there's going to be a Marvel Knights book, Silver yep. Surfer Requiem. And then we, but the Omnibus, we know. That's pre-tested material. That's good stuff. So Horror Silver cover? Surfer is back yeah. or something. Well, it's the original run, uh, John Bus- Bushima's, uh, Bushima's art, fantastic stuff. And who was it? Kirby who invented Silver Surfer? Yes, Kirby and Stanley. Uh, yes. Let's go strictly. Even Stan will admit, despite is the hype kind of overtaking, saying the Silver Surfer is his favorite character and he loves writing him. It was indeed. The legend is that when they were writing the Galactus thing, that Jack Kirby turned in the pa- the pages to Stanley and. Jack Kirby turned in the pages with Galactus. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. You look very, I'm listening. You look very intent. And there was the Silver Surfer on the pages, you know, just, and Stan said, what, what the hell is this? And Kirby said, well, something that big would have to have a herald. And so they created the, the Silver Surfer out of that. The man was a genius. Now, the man, you know, and yet, the concept sort of translated later in New Gods as the Black Razor, not nearly not as effective. Nearly as the heaven. black guy skiing black was guy not. Skiing. <laughs> well, was can I say only something? Space. Can I say that if 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 Kirby would have been like a generation later, do you think we would have had the silver skateboarder? Do you think it would have been happened like that? You know what I mean? Like if Kirby had been a generation later, we wouldn't have comics today. Oh, okay. I'm just saying though, like was was if Kirby were still alive, there would be a skateboarding character. Okay, because I was gonna say, was the reason he was a surfer because surfing was like a big, big thing back the then? I think so. Kirby in the 80s, it would have been the silver isn't skateboarder. Isn't that kind of cheesy though? Kirby I mean, was both in touch with the youth of today. And woefully not so at the same time. But it, like an alien... <laughs> Which who... the Fourth World Omnibus, I think, will be proving when that comes out. Have yeah. you, the first uh, edition come out? Not yet. When there's all these bizarre... Have you read any of the Fourth World stuff from the early 70s? No, or? just the Third World stuff. Mm-hmm. I never he's, moved he's on to the Fourth hippies. World. He's still doing and, and, you know, so forever pe- So many random pieces of dialogue are in quotes, and I don't understand, and it's hilarious. And I, I, I think we yeah. should... When that comes out, I would like you to unwrap it. Crack it open, and on the podcast, we'll do a dramatic reading of oh, some yes. fourth world stuff, oh, yes. emthasizing the stuff in the quotes. But let's just yeah. talk for a second. We okay. are. For a second. The yeah, Silver we'll Surfer thing, right? Okay. Now, granted, I think he's a cool character. Mm-hmm. I love the history, whatever. But let's look at the core at it. It's an alien on a surfboard. I mean, isn't that kind of stupid? I totally agree with you. Okay. Thank and yet- you. Um, let's let's face it. It's a guy who dresses up like a bat. It's a guy who, who no no no. I can buy that. By a, you can buy that. I can buy no, that. I, I can totally buy that. You know what? Have you ever been to a, like a major city? There's guys dressed up as everything. You know what I mean? Like it's true. Have you ever been I to the Castro on like know. Halloween? And uh, it's a guy who dresses up like a hawk. You know what's, what saves the surfer is his nobility. His, there, because his, the austerity. The, so I was watching the commercial the other night and going. And I'm sitting there having that exact same reaction where I'm like, ultimately, 
this is a silver guy on a surfboard. A naked silver guy. And, it and just, they never play Pipeline when he comes out. You it know, it's should, never like... It should be it should be stupid, and it's not. Although i got to admit, hearing uh, Larry Fishburne's voice coming out of the surfer was a little odd. A little odd. Yeah, when he was all, yo, blood. I was kind of like, hey, no, that is no, no, not no, no, cool. No, 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 no. He was doing his Cowboy Curtis character. It was oh, great. <laughs> hey, Pee-wee. <laughs> all right. Pee-wee's threatening to do a Pee-wee Herman movie reviving of the Playhouse. He's, play, he's got a script. You? He's got a script United How the Living. How dare you, Mr. McCoy? A million dollars not, not to, to make. do it. Are you kidding? I totally want to see that. But the thing is, it's like, will Fishburne come back and be Cowboy Carl? Curtis. Cowboy yeah. Curtis. It was Captain Carl. Captain Carl. Cowboy Cowboy Curtis. And yeah. I think it was Hot Carl. King and, of Cartoons. King of Cartoons and, dead, uh, too. <clears throat> another reprint that thrilled Chris Garcia, and I want you to talk about it, because it's will. clearly what thrilled you. Because he's thrilled. <laughs> Tell what it is that you bought today that makes you very happy that hit the stands today. Well, today was a, was a day when I actually came in, and there was something exciting on the new shelves. And it was the original Encyclopedia of Comic Book Heroes, Volume 1, featuring Batman. A reprint from, I think it was 1976? I think it's about right. Yeah, Michael it's Fleischer. Fleischer entered the comics, uh, yeah, in the, in the mid-70s. But what's amazing about it is, it's all the stuff I need to know, because at some point I want to know something that Derek doesn't know about comics. And you did today, didn't today, you? Today, yes. Um, and what was that little factoid? One of the entries is, uh, the there was a character known as Big Game Hunter, who was, of course, a villain who came to try and trap Batman in some sure. elaborate plot. But his real secret identity was he was B- Craven the Hunter. Huh? Was B.G. Hunter. Yeah, boy. Stands for Brad Jeffrey. They do not name characters like that anymore. No. And it makes me sad. It does. Uh, a little mm. bit. A little bit. I'm going to go with you on that. I don't know. I think you should read Godland. They do still. They do, but, God, like but Godland is purposely passing yeah. uh, Kirby. So you've got that, and I do remember that that now there are three volumes. There are three volumes, Batman, Superman, and and Wonder Wonder Woman, Woman, and and then the the project stalled in the 70s. I don't know what happened. Yeah, and it just lists the three uh, in the very front of the book. What other characters are there? Well, in in all honesty, the the two that I want to see more than anything would be Flash and Plastic Man. God love you! An encyclopedia on Plastic Man? I would I'd love to see an encyclopedia. It's plastic. more like an appendix. Shazam! No, 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 Okay, weepy. Let's remember, <laughs> let's, Plastic Man drawn by one of my good friends, Scott Morse from uh, high school. Okay, when you say good friend, the is question he, I have, will he even actually acknowledge that he knows you? Yes, he will. Right, okay. If you pay him to stand in his autograph line. I yeah. want, <laughs> Sorry. I really, I really need to see that. After my debacle where I met the guy that runs uh, uh, Devil's uh, Devil's Due Productions, uh, J- uh, Josh Blaylock. Oh, Chris Garcia. Who? Yeah. Uh, and I understand you get, you like to be called Mookie. And the conversation was over. Faster than when I said to Bruce Campbell. I used to work for <laughs> a, a production company that shall remain nameless here in case they listen. Uh, and he literally... Was, he was having a great conversation with me. We were very animated. I said, yeah, I did work on this. And he said, oh, yeah? Put down his drink and walked away from me. Very well, nice. you also Into had- a wall. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, dang it. You are going to edit this out. Coward. Anyway, so we got that. Great. So you got that reprint. Yeah. We're looking forward to the... Uh- and I have to say, it is probably going to get the most reading that I've done over the past year tonight. I have to say, what I like about this is that it's the kind of gift that I know that someone who knows me will probably see that and go, I'll bet Derek would like that. And And I actually would. (laughs) I actually would. You know, so, you know, because people do give me like weird trivia books every now and then, and often it's kind of like. Going right on your Amazon wish list. Maybe. Except nobody I know actually goes to my Amazon wish list and buys things. You gotta tell them. Nobody really cares. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Wow. Moving on. Pez is back! Mm. But you really want to buy that at Elusive Comics and Games. Yeah, elusive Comics and Games, 2925 El Camino Real, Suite 105 in Santa Clara, California. Or you can buy Ask it for off Anna. of uh, the uh, knocked out body of Chris Garcia in the parking lot. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't free. know if you have to buy it. Yeah, oh, it's okay. not really buying it. It's sort of clunk. All right. Uh, <laughs> That's when Chris buys it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> You're clever. You're Zing. clever. Wall wall, compass. And uh, this week, uh, some good news, or perhaps bittersweet news in television land. I don't think we got to mention that 
to uh, Chris Garcia's Eternal Joy. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip was officially canceled last week. Yes. Boo. This week we saw a season finale of Heroes. Oh, I thought you talked Desperate Housewives, too. I think that was there, too, but I, I have never watched Desperate Housewives. This is a good episode. Well, I, I, fine. And you guys are complaining about me and my masculinity? All right. <clears throat> I am secure in my masculinity. There are boobs on that show. There are lots of boobs on that show. <laughs> show. That's why my wife won't let me watch it. <laughs> so early on, she said, I don't think you want to see that. I don't think you need to see that show. I'm like, what? what? Yeah, but I, I, I could stand a little more peril. I could stand a little more peril. But you were talking about heroes. heroes. I was talking what about What show had the boobs? I missed that. Desperate Housewives. <laughs> Love has, it. This show has the boobs. Four of them gathered around talking about comics and heroes. Okay. Heroes. Uh, so, the big ending. The big ending. How do you guys feel about it? I, you know. Satisfying. The sacrifice. I mean, I was okay with. <laughs> I didn't really mind. And I, there's so much speculation about Peter not really being dead. and Right. Well, that's great. Peter's question, got healing powers. No, the question is... Nathan's the one you got to no, worry about. No, the real question is, could Peter use two powers at the same time? And is I, don't that what was ever, I don't think we ever saw that. I, somebody said that when he was an invisible once, he also yes. used Claire's power. Yes, he was He was an invulnerable while invisible. So, but the, que- the other question is, did the exploding man power keep him from flying? Because he could fly. So he didn't need Nathan... I think the I one, think he was just too stressed I th- out and I, he scared. Was too stressed out. I think one of the things that got pointed out by uh, the Richard Roundtree character, and you know, it didn't occur to me till Monday night that that was Shaft. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How do you not know the man? I didn't. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, he's just talking about Shaft. Shut your mouth. I can dig it. Okay. <laughs> oh lordy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and folks, no rehearsals. <laughs> really. I'd never have guessed. You know, I should have followed it with a he's a bad mother. I should have Shut your mouth. mouth. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, really. Shut your mouth. Okay. So, anyway, Anyways, uh, that, uh, that Richard Roundtree's character said, you know, was basically trying to politely say, Peter, you're going to save us all because you're a wuss. You're the one who li- believes in unconditional love. And really, what did Peter do but send around going, ah, 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 ah. But I thought for Nathan, it was good. And that actor is, uh, I, I've enjoyed ever since uh, Near Dark, fantastic vampire film in the late 80s. You know that one? I've yeah. seen it, yes. Yes. Catherine Bigelow's film about redneck vampires. Uh, Adrian Pastar just has this great quality where you do not know if he is bad or good. In, in And I don't mean acting-wise. I mean, is his motivation evil, evil or good? Or, he know, always has a questionable Yeah, and so I thought it was good. I was carried to the... The back, you know, I'm a little worried that next season's get clearly. I think it's outtakes from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, Turtles in Time. Oh, and there was one other thing somebody pointed out, and that was the last time somebody really inflicted great uh, damage on Skyler. 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 There was a cockroach in that scene. It was. It was when he was in the when he was imprisoned, and then yes. and then at the end we see the. Blood he turned going, into a cockroach. Blood streaks going into the well, going into the sewer, and there's a cockroach coming down the. I think that I'm going to go back to the little girls' walkers, um, Molly Walkers thing. Yeah, that there's something I know out you're, there. I know what you're talking about? Worse, worse than, than Siler, and I think that thing is a cockroach. Is watching out. Well, yeah. certainly is watching out for Siler. Probably, I, I, I think that's probably the lead in. But. When she's like you said, a rip off of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They went in the sewer, so yeah, we're gonna a, have a big. That's all right, because yeah, no other characters have ever done that. Yeah, Batman, um, Buffy, what? Buffy, Buffy Batman. All right. Um, oh no, there's a crossover I want to see. Um, did it? Okay, I have one question about Heroes, and I don't think it was from the, the season finale, but it was the week before. Mm-hmm. Did Hero stop time when his dad decided to train him? Or did they just make poor Ando wait outside while he decided to they teach made, him? They made poor Ando wait outside. That's why Ando took off. Took the sword. Right, and took but off. how do you teach somebody a lifetime of sword fighting in a couple hours? Like, Maybe that's George Ando, Takei's power. You go wait. We're gonna go Maybe learn some karate. Power. And that is George Takei on the horse at the end, right? I didn't see that. I didn't think that. I think so. Awesome. And, I don't think. And so. did you notice the banner on his horse? Oh yes, I did yeah. notice that. Okay. Did you also notice? Well, here's the other thing. Wasn't that supposed to be Kenzo? What's his name? Yes. So are they implying that Kenzo was a hero? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So we're gonna have a lot of you know, 
It's going to be a fun summer of speculation, and that's so. good. That's what I want to, for a show that occasionally, and I still feel like there are moments even in that finale where it's like, what a wonderfully plotted show, and yet sometimes what a terribly scripted show. i got to bring up one more thing that I was disappointed in. Okay, okay. so uh, Nikki and Jessica. Jessica comes into the room. Nikki's sitting on the couch, right? Look what you did. Micah's down on the floor. But we all know it's really looks like everybody else girl. Yes. Who last episode said... And she didn't really I'm look re- like that. I don't really look like this. I do look like I've been eating all this junk. So when she clocks her and she goes down on the floor, she changes back into hottie girl. And I was so wanting to see her turn into... I totally agree with you. Yeah. I wanted that. I thought-, I thought I was thinking the same thing. But then I realized... Wait a minute! I can't pleasure myself to ugly black woman. You know what I mean? Well, Give me the hottie. You know, I suppose in a similar or vein that can I? <laughs> Moral compass engage <laughs> quickly, quick. Oh Lord! I've only got one day to edit this. This is good fun. stuff. This is good stuff. You know what, Rick? You may just have to give up. And I think we're going PG. I think we're going PG thirteen on this one. Oh, so let's God. move on to something else. Wait, wait, wait! wait. Goes- there was a couple more. Th- one more thing about heroes. I'm sorry. Um, so, okay, from start to finish, we've been kind of following this, right? How do we feel about the overall story being told? Was it, you know, how, grade it? How would you grade the the story? Solid B. Solid B. As a comic book fan, you could tell where... I mean, I could tell where a lot of the... A lot of it was was. derivative, right? Very derivative. But I think as... Okay. They did a comic book show without spandex. They did it in prime time. They carried a mature theme through the whole season. Yes. There were no... You know, we poke at it, but there were no really gaping flaws in the logic of the show. From the standpoint of... On TV comics, the gaping flaws, <laughs> Twin Peaks. Yes, uh, uh, from the standpoint of on TV comics, A. From the standpoint of comics telling, solid B. As far as also getting people that are not into comics to be to thinking be like us, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, A plus a plus plus plus. plus. You know, one thing I liked about the ending, yeah, people were hooked. Yeah, sure, sure. And one thing I liked Until about the, the ending slid. was the uh, the oh, big super. How did everybody feel about the big superhero team up at the end? Loved it. You think I, that was cool? I, I did. Yeah. I thought it was when fun. Jessica picks up the. Uh, oh, that was awesome. Awesome. What was that? The, the meter thing yeah, and wax yeah. him. It was great. I I really enjoyed it. Was it was just enough. She didn't have to take him on. She didn't have to get thrown. I did like the. I did like the fact that when Hornroom Hornroom Glasses guy gets knocked up against the wall, he Noah. stayed down. When Noah. Yeah. yeah, they finally revealed his name. Yeah, awesome. It was so much more satisfying oh. than in Kill Bill. Yeah, but he stayed what down. Was her name he acted Bill? like he had I hit forgot. a wall. And he didn't uh, get up. Yeah. Evelyn yeah. Kiddo? Yes, Kiddo. Kiddo, yeah. Yeah, something Kiddo. Sorry, I tuned out on that movie. Anyways, you wanted to move on. I'm sorry, but I thank do. you. I do. Just move on to a, a, a revelation that came out this week. And actually, Goodson sent it to me over the weekend. And revelation. I thought, and I thought that it was a fake. <laughs> we need the revelation. Was the revelation bumper. theme song. Revelation. From Derek. I thought it was a faked uh, image this weekend when Goodson sent it to me. There was a website for Harvey Dent for DA. And if I hear you, he's doing good things. Uh, he is. Uh, but apparently it was hacked by the Joker. I hear he flip-flops. And, Joker. And that you could... That Joker never you, takes anything if you, seriously. If you gave Love your email... Oh, he it takes murder very seriously. Oh. And if you put your email in uh, to join some sort of mailing list, I'd assume, for information, the page would dissipate to reveal the image of... Heath Ledger as the Joker, uh-huh. which I said that looked like, you know, good Or in sit. Mexico, he's called the Joker. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so happy with the image because I feel like it's like um, like Heath Ledger stood in a mirror going, you're a dirty whore. You're a dirty whore. <laughs> and <laughs> That's what it kind of looks like. It <laughs> so does. I had this image of him doing that, or of Goodson doing that. What either you're way. missing at home, folks, Are we gonna... is the pantomime of, of uh, lipstick. See, we got to do a vidcast vid going on because Derek's totally face. Like, because it worked for you guys, and then we got to do these vidcasts a little bit. Are you going to post the image on uh, Fanboy? Yeah, I guess I can. Because uh, here's a couple issues I had with it. They're going once again. Okay, Derek, you're the Batman, uh, or you're the comic guy. Is Joker known as having a facial scar? 
Why do why do they feel like they need to add this facial scar? Well, now Chris is going over to the encyclopedia. Uh, this is something that was established with Tim Burton's right. version. Right. So why do we got to copy Tim Burton? I mean, yeah, but you know, in the red when the red mask thing, the red hood, went, red hood when he went into the chemical, it twisted his face. You'd assume it twisted his face, and the thing uh, that I'm willing to go with this is that that their mandate for this series of films is to try and make it as realistic in its motivation as possible. Sure, and it's scary as hell, this image. Is... I gotta say, if Heath Ledger came out of the dark <laughs> like that, um, I, uh, well, I'd Well, here's the thing, it definitely myself. says serial killer. It definitely says psycho serial Which killer. Which is what he was originally not funny, and that's the thing Heath Ledger has stressed, is it's not going to be a funny over-the-top performance. The Joker, as he initially appeared in 1940, was scary. Well, if but I, the other if thing, I can read from the, the oh, thing here. Oh, please. Uh, Revelations. Joker, comma, the. The <laughs> arch-villain of the Batman Chronicles. A maniacal harlequin whose bizarre appearance, unparalleled arrogance, and unerring instinct for absurdity have earned him a reputation as the cleverest and most dangerous criminal in the annals of crime. Uh, Bruce Wayne, secretly Batman. I didn't know that. Uh, Grim <laughs> Jester. Now, here's the thing that, that is very important, actually. And this, is I think, speaks to... Damn it, he got me with that, too. <laughs> Speaks to Ledger's uh, role is, uh, uh, Batman describes him as a grim jester, arch-criminal, and master fiend. Not funny. No. Right. And but, I said, in the first story, there is nothing with the about the sense of the absurd at all, is is he threatens and blackmails all these, uh, all these millionaires that he's going to kill them, and he never laughs. They get hit by the Joker venom. That's the you know the toxic grin, and they die. But he himself is never portrayed as smiling. Okay, sure. That's the beginning Joker. How how about the Joker we've come to know and love? I mean, he's smiling all the time. He's yeah, laughing. This is, he's... this is the Joker that follows up Batman be begins. Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying though, like. No, I'm okay with it. I'm totally okay with it. I mean, I I will be okay with it, but I'm just saying, like, okay, the Nicholson one to me was more of a Cesar Romero kind of throwback. Yeah, yeah. And but you I know, think what you do, which is so was Tommy Lee Jones' Two Face. You want to sure, you want to get people's attention with the new movie? You make a new Joker. You give sure, them something to talk sure. about and compare. I mean, it looks scary as hell. They've also been doing a little viral marketing campaign at some major comic shops across the country. Sadly, I heard about that not one this the, one, one where there are yeah there are Jokers being left. Yeah, on the floor, like somebody's going in and dropping a bunch of cards, jokers with you know scarring and so forth. So um, we've been jokered. We've been jokered. As long as they don't drop any Smilex gas, I'll be. <laughs> I think Smilex is We'd gone. We have to turn on the air conditioning because Smilex is totally a Tim Burton thing. I don't think that's a comic book thing at all. Well, what was what um, no, was it called was, in the comics? There was a gas. How many times is yeah, it gas? But it's Joker Venom. It's just it called, called Joker Venom. It's called Joker Venom. Venom. Yeah. I like Smilex better. Okay, well, good. You go ahead. You get over there, and you just like your It was smiling. in a recent episode of The Batman as well. Was it? Yeah. Okay. So. Anyway, so we think jo uh, Ledger's going to do it, or what? Uh, what do you mean that Ledger's going to do it? I think he's going to be a scar. I, I agreed with the casting all along. I think and what about the scarred face? Do we like that? I'm, I'm going to be okay with that. All I'm, right. Unless unless what they start doing is like he's scarring himself. Lon I don't want Edward Scissorhands thing. Lon wants a cuddly Joker. No, here's what I want. He he wants, I want Mark Hamill's Joker. Toy. I want Mark Hamill's Joker. I would Joker. agree with that, but you know what? To me, that's one of the best like like TV versions of a Joker. Which they did use on Birds of Prey, and Mark Hamill did do the voice of the Joker for the Birds of Prey pilot. And even though they hired a different actor, because unfortunately Mark Hamill doesn't really look like the Joker. He could have with enough makeup. He's he's a short and man. Stilts. And now, yeah, we don't need yeah. no short short man. No. Okay, so you know I that. I never knew that there was a Joker Film Productions Inc., a film company formed by the Joker to make educational films for criminals. And now you know. The more the more you know. Boom boom boom. Let's speak about the more we know. This week, uh, Ain't It Cool News broke a thing about Watchmen casting, so we can talk about the that. The Watchmen. No. Ding. Which oh, actually is irritating me because a lot of sources have been saying, called, referring it to that I way. I know. You don't the like Watchmen. the the in front of it. Articles exist for a reason. To be ignored. Read Falls Count Anywhere for proof. <laughs> well, that's spelling grammar. Everything is ignored by Mr. Garcia. <laughs> We're going to go mano a mano. No, I'd like no. to have, you know. Okay. 
All right. Fine. It's not called The Watchmen. No, but I'm afraid the script may be, and I'm afraid that the... Would, real, would that ruin your whole Watchmen it would. experience? It would. Because it changes Derek the Derek would meaning. be in the parking lot. There should be no the! It, we are protesting! It changes the meaning of the title. Please explain how. Okay. <laughs> For 20 points, please explain how the article The changes the name of The Watchmen. All right. If it's The Go. Watchmen, if it's The Watchmen, it means... These characters, these six characters, are a super team called the Watchmen, and that's what this is about—a very specific group. Right. If it's Watchmen, it's a category. It's a category. It's a concept. It's a metaphor. No one knows. I, know, I still don't get it. It's a metaphor for. Well, what? you're a PE teacher. Thank it's you. a metaphor for our willingly to give over power Goes to back these to the people. Latin quote. Right. Who watches the Watchmen? So if you have Watchmen, who watches them? Who watches the, the Watchmen? Watchmen? Yeah. I knew you were going to catch that. So, wow. So you can catch an article when I say it, but not when you don't write it. Well, okay. That, that, hey, I'm not arguing that. <laughs> it's I'm easier just, to see something that's actually there, Derek. But see, uh, you know, but see that, but quote. he makes the great point. Is but it's you still, quote the quote. It's, it's so like moving right along to something listeners might want to hear. I know. I know. I'm sorry. No, but that's a good, that's an interesting point, though, because, I mean, you know, hey, if you have a, you know, a problem I'm with the article in front of it. Goodson. Goodson. It's okay. You wouldn't get your name right. I'm just either. saying that we should explain it, and you I thought that was a good explanation. What is Mike Flores is in the house. All right. Anyway, so yes, what is the casting rumors? Please tell us. Well, let's go with uh, the first one was Night Owl was Patrick. Oh, Swayze. tell me. Duffy? No, no. Patrick Duffy from uh, Step remember. by Step? Wilson. Patrick Wilson, who was in Little Children. And, oh, he's uh, good. And Hard Candy. Oh, is he? I don't Hard know. Candy. <laughs> Did you see Hard Candy? Anybody? Best Hard movie candy? of 2006. Anybody? That's it. Oh my God! Patrick Wilson, the, I hear he's uh, a hot commodity. Who, who snags the uh, assault of the uh, right. pedophile? Yes, yeah. yes. This movie about the girl who gets revenge on a pedophile, and he's the pedophile. You mean the uh, To Catch a Predator with Chris Hansen? No, I mean oh. Hard Candy. Oh, sorry. So Patrick Wilson as <laughs> the as <laughs> Night Owl. Uh, he's a little young, in my opinion. But yeah, Night Owl's supposed to be kind of a washed up dude, wasn't he? Yeah, but yeah. but I think he could. Do Damn it. you, Hollywood! But he's definitely got kind of that wounded. Uh, quality that the character... Well, you know, we're not going to be satisfied with the movie because it's not going to be 40 <gasps> hours long. Wow, it is a cavalcade of stars oh tonight. Oh, Goodson. look who's here, look who's here. The limousine has rolled up and, oh my God, coming out. We're coming out? Could it be? Really? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> uh, he didn't really need to. We knew. It was sort of like the Tom Cruise thing. We know. Well, it's the, it's the hack I replaced. <laughs> yeah. Oh! oh! <laughs> By the way, uh, was, uh, Michael Goodson now recovering from that nut shot that was strategically placed from across the room. That was good. That was good. Back to Watchmen. Back to Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, the second one that I can remember is Ozymandias. Uh, it's game played by Jude Law. Long, yeah, long rumored to be Jude Law and confirmed, apparently, by any cool news this week. Uh, I think it's still I, rumors. I, I think they're yeah. approaching people. But Jude Law has said that if he was to be approached, he would totally go for it. He believes he should be Ozymandias. That's just a general thing that he Well, says. I mean, what else is he going to do? Alfie 2? Who <laughs> 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 saw that piece of crap? But anyways. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I, I, I did. Get in here, Goodson. No. All right. <laughs> He's gonna and who's those. left? He's going to sit there and grin. And I, tell me, can you remember the third person they named? Ooh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, God, that's right. As Mr. Midnight? As Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan, whatever, the blue guy. <laughs> what? Well, you know, the character's going to be CG anyway. Yeah, you just you know that the character doesn't have any facial expressions. Right. And he's just going to go, He's Whoa. Perpe- perpetually confused <laughs> yeah. by humanity. So, in some ways, it does seem like a brilliant so stroke I can't of casting. See him going, Whoa. And yeah, I was Whoa, Watchmen. Whoa. And I can, ways, I can disturb the molecular was very structure good? of your body. <laughs> Hellblazer, you thought that, uh, no, the film is Constantine. You thought that, that, that Keanu Reeves was good in Constantine? I don't mind Keanu Reeves. I thought Tilda Swinton was more manly. Okay. Get closer to a microphone. You, you, you took all the trouble to drive over three blocks to get here. Join the podcast. Jump on in. Hi, everybody. Yeah, thanks, Gibson. <laughs> okay. Oh, look, it's Mr. Sunshine is here. Everybody. His fans are, are so thrilled. Both yeah. of them. Yeah, well, his wife's not listening. Both his of them. Have d- a wife? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Ixnay on the Ifeway. I'm so, so sorry. Yeah, what about all his groupies? Come on. I thought right. we weren't mentioning wives. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Uh, okay, this is just 
in jokey and um, moving on. Um, Wait, did we talk about what we think of the the casting? Or well, we were talking we're as we're going. Pretty thumbs up. It's oh. fair. Did we talk about casting? Uh, we were saying someone that actually Michael could could hear could vouch for Patrick Wilson. You saw him on Broadway. I did. He was he was, was he fabulous. He was uh, in, barefoot in the, in the park, park, I believe. Barefoot in the park, fantastic. I love it. A critically acclaimed production. And then of, he was uh, in what Hard Candy. Hard Candy was his follow up film. And yeah. last year was in Little Little Children, which was on Oscar nominated. Live, film. he was just scrumdiddlyumptious. I saw him with Amanda Pete. She's a little cherub too. <laughs> you know, yeah. Wow. It's just, you're right. You're right, Rick. <laughs> you asked me to chime in about musical theater. What did you want? Um, no, Barefoot in the Park isn't musical. Sorry, theater, <laughs> Broadway theater, Broadway. Anyway, perhaps his words just sounded like music to me. Um, perhaps. <laughs> anyway, I think you know. I'm a little young, but uh, Rick is right. You know, there's no perfectly satisfying us. I'm still hoping up. Simon Pegg. I want him to be Rorschach. I Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Yes, From, yeah, he could uh, do it. He could do it. Hot fuzz. Oh, that guy is yeah. Rorschach. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you forget. You we've gotten there. We've been down this road before, Lon. You forget. Well, what, Lon's what brain was fried by the sun. You know, Lon fronted a rock band for several years, and he's the, got the no brain, brain cells, cells are gone, man. The, the twist of the thing is when Roshak's mask comes off, he's a nebbish. He's like this nothing guy. For the benefit of the court, please explain <laughs> nebbish. <laughs> nebbish. Uh, it's like a shmeel or a schmuck. Uh, it's, it's, it's more like a schmuck, not less like a schmuck. Well, I'm trusting, Once again, I'm, don't I'm know what you're talking about. I'm here. <laughs> you can't let Goyim into the story. That's all there is to it. He's a schmuck. Uh, no, he's... Yeah, but Simon Pegg is not a schmuck. My gosh, we cannot translate this into English. He's more a schmendrick. He's more... <laughs> but the cool thing about it is he's exposed... He's a Garcia. That's it. That's exposed that's pretty to this, good, actually. This, this nebbish. And you then know, he goes to prison, and he's badass, even with the mask on. What about, like, Harvey Keitel? Wouldn't he make a good rush? Too old. Seventy. Too old. Too old. Yes. I thought they were all supposed to be old. No, Washington and we've dudes. seen his they're junk only, too often. They're only actually because it's, <laughs> it takes place in 1985. They're actually only like in their late 30s, early 40s yeah. oh. at the oldest. So they're, they're riding the middle age uh, wave. So it's it's possible that many of them were fighting. The thing you probably stuck by is that the comedian, the character whose death. Gets everything rolling. Yes, I remember him. Is, uh, he wasn't very funny. Was fighting crime. No, he wasn't. Mm. Was fighting crime in World War II. So he was the very old character. But even so, ah. you got to say he's fighting crime for 40 years as yeah. opposed to 20. So, you know, they don't have to be that old. They were just outlawed. All right. All so right. I'll wait on it. a gun anyway. That's right. It's a good power. And raises sharp wit. And his comedy. Mm-hmm. Why are we all talking like that? Because Goodson walked into the room. All right. Okay. Okay. Moving Next. on. The other thing, and this will, this will get a nice little ooh out of Goodson, is that the, uh, there was a an MTV blog uh, thing today, or once again, something that we've been hotly contesting. Hotly. Hotly. He did add that. The hotly. Rock uh, all but all but actually <coughs> said, I have been cast as Captain Marvel. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you. I knew that was coming. Wow. Wow. Uh, that Sean, uh, Peter Levy and I also heard that uh, Triple H is playing Black Adam, so uh, it's going to. Ah! Now, now, people, you know my feelings on this. The Rock is the ideal character person to play Shazam in a relaunch. No, he's no. not. Yes, he is. Black he's the Adam. ideal person to play, play Black, Black Adam. Adam. See, see, you're not thinking Hollywood. You're no. not thinking. <laughs> you need to react. Re- you got to. What the word I'm looking for? Ethnicize him. The Rock can do it all. I mean, I don't think he can ethnicize Captain we, Marvel. I am I not Super Nanny relaunch. I am he not. Can do that. I am not besmirching Suburban The Commando? Rock. You better not. You know <laughs> that I love The Rock. That I got him to look my way on the red carpet last year. Thanks to, to thanks to Lon. Lon actually called him out. And yeah. which one of us is gay? One, two, three. Not it. Not, not it. it. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> You know that we love ourselves some rock here. Mm. But uh, he's just Black Adam. I'm sorry. All right, well, here's here's the question we pose to the producers. If you get Rock, who's badass, strong, whatever, charismatic to play the hero, who's going to who's gonna play the villain that's going to fight this awesome dude? What are you going to get? Who are you going to get? Carl Urban come back as, you know, who are you going to get to play Black Adam? John Cena? Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. K-1. 
Ken Marino from the yeah, state. Who's going to play Mr. Mind? Goodson. <laughs> and then who's going to play little young rock? Are they going to get like the kid from Heroes to play a little Billy Batson or something? Little Hercules. Oh, so there we go. That becomes very ethnicized, very well done. Damn you, Garcia. I like it. It's all falling I into place. I just casted it. Come on. What are you talking about? Just cast it. Just casted casted. It. Conjured it. Yeah, okay. I'll be right back. All right. Um, you know, let's uh, let's uh, since we're talking about the rock, and you know, we we can fight about this all night long, and it's going to be you mean two? You mean we could like wrestle all over it and stuff? Two out of three falls. We could, since we've got Garcia here. He's got a little wrestling to talk about. So go ahead. Well, you might not know this, but uh, Goodson also knows a little bit about wrestling. Do I? Yes, I hear that. Tell not, me more. Not recently. I, yeah, that's true. Um, well, you know, the big thing right now is injuries. Um, everybody's got everybody's Good, doing it. Goodson's got an injury. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, I pulled break. my groin this morning. <laughs> I'm gonna break his. But uh, oh. yeah, Shawn Michaels down with <laughs> knee surgery. Going to be gone probably up to six months. Oh. Uh, Triple H is still hurt. Oh. Uh, Kennedy. Well, that's just be emotional, out. though, isn't it? Uh, no, no, it's pretty bad. Oh, okay. Uh, Kennedy's going to be about for about. Thought he was dead, but okay. Six weeks. Um, <laughs> Not John Kennedy. But uh, the one I, I meant, think Robert. Oh. That <laughs> that hurts the most. Undertaker. Uh, probably out until at least the Royal Rumble. Probably done for the rest of his career. Would you not agree, Garcia? I think he was done in 2002. Ooh, oh, No, he didn't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it's Hell it's boss. a hard time. Boss. Uh, even worse is they have lost, due to contract problems, uh, Rob Vince Van Dam. Vince Oh, no. Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam is, uh, the whole show. And the other thing is they fired a whole bunch of people, including my personal favorite, Ariel. Uh, who was Shelly Martinez. The Little Mermaid? <laughs> yes, The Little Mermaid. She's wrestling now? Looping around out there on the map. God, she's hot when she wrestles. <laughs> Wait a minute, let's all take a moment. She's slippery. Oh, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? neat. Uh, when you say my collection's complete? So who's going to say this, Garcia? Chris Jericho? They're going to offer him $6 billion to come back? They, they have been talking to Chris, to Chris Jericho. Uh, Goldberg will not come back, uh, mostly because the McMahons don't want him. What's uh, what's 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 his name? Uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. coming back soon. You might not know him. He's small. Uh, no guy, amateur. Andy Summers on his back. Uh, Stuart Copeland. Yeah, him fighting uh, MMA in uh, Los so Angeles in the cursed show. This basically means like Booker T's got to step up now. Is Booker that what T's it is? coming back. Okay. Uh, Kane. Rey Mysterio. Kane's probably going to be returning sooner than he should. It's it's a dark time to be a wrestling. Why fan. not take this opportunity to push new guys? Well, exactly. I'll tell you why. Because Triple it H like is a jerk. A wrestling story. Is he even injured? The... He's a jerk. Wait, even who's that coming down the ramp? Uh, it, it has basically da -da. been shown da -da -da. <laughs> that Stephanie McMahon and Triple She's H gonna... are the next. That Shane has been pushed to the side, and they're the ones who are going to inherit the company. All right. And since Vince is 20 seconds away from a Strombo at any minute. Sure. He's, you know. I'm sorry. A, a Stromboli? A Stromboli? Yes, I, of course. I am so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I could totally go Why would it. you say that? I could kill it. Why would you say that when you know I haven't eaten? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I thought you meant thrombos. 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 Isn't that the guy that was Pinocchio's puppet master? Uh, that's Geppetto. <laughs> Garcia walking off the set. The island of... Uh, yes. yeah. yes. Oh, right, I'm back. But right. let me say one thing. Uh, Front and sides, too, my God. They that bring is... back Diamond Dallas Page. Can't DDP! Argue, can't argue with that, but what we need right now is... is another hero. Is a king of the Wait, ring We don't tournament. need another hero. I can actually say that DDP is a contract player to Dark Horse Indie right now, so he's kind of wrapped up in a strange B-movie film career. The, it's time for King of the Ring. They need to bring it back because they need to elevate oh, someone who, who, from the You Lord. know what they need to do? CM Punk. They need to make it an actual competition. You might have heard of this thing called the UFC. It's been around for about 15 years. Nope. No? Uh, Ultimate Fighting Championship? Nope. Well, wait, wasn't King of the Ring... No, sir. Well, let me get in here. Um, wasn't King of the Ring actually a one-pay-per-view tournament, and then they turned it into like a weekly thing? So isn't that what you're talking about? Yeah. Like actually making it a one-pay-per-view. Well, well, it was a one-pay-per-view thing. After, originally, it was a two-night uh, thing done live, no pay-per-view or anything. Mm. First one was JYD, I think, and then Harley Race. Uh, it has evolved over but, the years. But, but 
wrestling is fake, Chris. So even if we stage a king what? of the ring, what? we need to have somebody worthy of winning that. Do we have a story here? I need. It's a not chair. an actual competition. No. Oh. It's not an Wait, actual tournament. This is WWE right now. If it's fake, how come so many people are getting injured? Oh snap! Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, they're Mind fake imploding. injuries. What about uh, what about <laughs> old Benoit? Hey, Toby McGuire Benoit? got hurt on Sea Biscuit. You know that was fake this is too. Time coming. <laughs> uh, Benoit is one of those guys that Triple H doesn't see as a, as a main eventer, and he's wrong. Oh. I agree. I totally agree. Well, maybe he let's get, get him. He should get put in the Crippler cross face. I kind of. agree. We we managed to get Sucks. laughs out of the. <laughs> yeah, so that's weird. All right, we done with wrestling. Yet I think we're done with wrestling. Has wrestling, wrestling been counted let's out? It's a wrap on wrestling. Let's get to the real reason Chris Garcia is here, but it's okay. I'm actually free having this food. There's no free food yet. Damn it! Uh, it's because this weekend there's going to be a gathering of geeks. Oh, oh dear lord! A fellowship, of a geeks. fellowship of geeks, if you will. Yeah. And some of us are gonna, some of us are gonna be <laughs> there. One of us is actually gonna spend the weekend with his wife. Uh, and not it. <laughs> no, you are the that one. That would oh, be sorry. me. Well, your wife's going. Yes, Mrs. Brett Schneider. God love her. Uh, <laughs> so, Mrs. Brett Schneider and and Shang Chi Brett Schneider. Yes. Uh, we'll be attending, but we'll we will also... all uh, his time in the game. I though. mean that actually one of us will not be attending because he's, you know, got this kind of thing. I didn't give him enough notice. And it, Oh, job. That's right. Job. You have this job. I have a job. Yeah. <laughs> Folks. Minimum wage. He's flipping burgers at In-N-Out. You could catch him at, uh, on the one-on-one. Ooh, I'll take a double-double. Who doesn't love In-N-Out, everybody? <laughs> I'm like a Neapolitan. We love it. Like a but the real... Wait, wait, wait. The styles. thing we're actually... A Neapolitan? The thing we're actually attending this weekend is Bacon! Bacon! Baycon, a convention I have been uh, attending since 2000, uh, uh, steadily, and I was at the first one in 82, because my dad took me. Every year. But uh, every year you've been there? Wow. But uh, yeah, it's a great con. We're going to have a great time. We're so glad to have met, Rick. Um, <laughs> I'm doing the fanzine lounge, among other things. Uh, the What I love is the fact that I am a shill. We know this. We know this. And no doubt. all throughout the program book, I am almost always referred to as Hugo nominee Chris Garcia. And it wasn't my doing. I just want wow. that known. I think the question is, Chris, will you, be, will you be wearing a fez this year? I will not be wearing a fez. Uh, I will be wearing a white straw hat so I can be uh, a Cuban sugar Will you owner. be wearing pants? It is likely when I am in public areas. Will you be drinking yes. a mint julep? <laughs> Ideally, <laughs> yes. But the big, the big fun. He's going to be Satan from Congress. Mr. Garcia, what a pleasure to see you. Will we be hanging out in the Fanzine Lounge? I guess we'll probably, because the Fanzine Lounge last year was near the free food. And it is also, again, near the free food. So I think we'll I be hanging question. out there. Are there going to be any girls at this thing? Yes, there are. Oh, okay. Just checking. Yes. Um, I want to do them. I was cursed I out. Thank you for that reference to the Ted Hale wives. <laughs> wow. Shout out to the Hale wives. You started it. That's yeah. what you were going for. If I you don't did, give me I a quarter, I'm going to have to order some Funyuns. I didn't even know where that's from. Please explain. Uh, Sorry, I, I thought I was picking up your reference. <laughs> the Dead Ale Wives is a sketch group out of Milwaukee, two members of whom were the writers of Monster House Never and run the Acceptable TV show. And they have a very classic sketch about D&D where yes. they, they gather around and play Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons, and that's one of the things. Look, are there any girls there? Because I want to do them! You know, so it's, I just uh, think that's rude to say I want to do women. Women are not objects. <laughs> Carol was giving you credit for being, oh, you know, an Uber geek. Uh-oh. And I'm just sorry. Unplugged our headphones. Technical difficulties. Oh, good lord, Garcia. <laughs> anyway, and we're and back. We're back. And we're back. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, we're going to be at Bacon in the Fanzine Lounge. You can catch. Yep. Uh, are we going to do the Fanzine an hour? This thing we're I, doing Fanzine an hour. I wasn't listed on that uh, panel, but I no. Don't. But stop by. Yeah, uh, on my laptop. Also, yep. too, there's a, a thing we're doing at Bacon this year called the uh, High Five Garcia. So every time you see Garcia Bacon, you just walk up, oh, high five, and you give him a high five. So yeah. and I'll have ribbons that yes. say, Yeah, I know Chris. Ribbons running down his back. He'll have ribbons. ribbons. Back. Which, uh, Hello Dolly, I think. Oh, gr- there's good, a ribbon good on his we can, back. Uh, we can, so we can I love. Up a little bit. We discuss some more manly musicals. Like I really Dolly. wish he'd uh, bought. <laughs> I wish he'd paid for this week's comic so I could afford dinner. Yeah. Anyway, so but, uh, uh, yeah, it's really going to be, be there. Time. So the fans are not, we're going to do the Fanboy uh, Planet podcast live. From panel at 4 o'clock. Panel at 4 o'clock on Saturday, right? If you want to mm-hmm. come early, we'll be setting up the mics about quarter to four. 
And I uh, will be staying afterwards to sign autographs. No, absolutely. And, uh, I think uh, are we crashing your hotel room? Fantastic. Do we have any posters um, left over here we can sign, like uh, Bridge yeah. to Terry Bithia? There's, uh, there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch under the box. We'll We're see. We're gonna bring yeah. some posters to sign. And uh, let's not forget that there's the match game SF uh, right in the middle of the masquerade during. The well, half-time. I'm a little bitter because I know you tried to get me on as a panelist, and I would be. Effing funny. You would be funny. Hey, no one's saying that you'd be you know, the second funniest been, I've guy I've been there. telling everybody I know one of the guys who's going to be on the panel. Well, you do. Oh, he oh, is. Yeah, I is. Is. Okay, I've been telling everybody I know two of the guys who are on the... Yeah. You probably know... Well, you know, because there's at least uh, two yeah, personalities I, I, inside Garcia. Yeah. Yes. Is and, Andy uh, going to be there's one in his beard. Uh, the guys, uh, Esther Friesner... Kevin oh. and Andy are running the masquerades. Oh, that's right. They'll be uh, busy. Two wonderful people running but Comic Con. A, a good time is had a by all. A great time will be had by and all. And at night, are they going to do that poolside uh, drive-in theater thing? Sadly, there's no real place to do it. Oh, right. It's a different hotel this year. Yeah, that last yeah. Well. So is this the San Mateo Marriott? San Mateo Marriott, formerly the Dunphy, across from the Shane and Company. Uh, wonderful little place, uh, sort of near. Do they have a uh, website where people can go and get info? Or? Yes, Why, they do. That would be bacon.org. Bacon.org. Which has a link to the Marriott Hotel. Yeah. We also have a link on uh, Fanboy Planet, correct? We do, yes, we, we do. do. And they also have a link to Fanboy Planet from uh, when you look up Derek Hong. Yes, so, so if you want to come down to Baycon and hang out with your favorite podcasters. Because really, we are just going to hang around and, and mock afterwards. Yeah, I Pretty I, much. I have a panel. I have another panel on Saturday. There's a free gift to someone who brings me uh, an adult beverage during the podcast. <laughs> what? Okay, yes. We yes. Also they have, have porno beverages? Yeah. We also have yeah. occasional oh. submitter, uh, Jason Shackett. Jason Shackett's flying gonna, up. Oh, well, Jason's going to be, uh, will join us for the podcast, absolutely. And then I'm on a panel mm-hmm. with him about uh, creating comics, uh, which I guess I can now say this. I can say that I will have an announcement, and I'll make that announcement here to the people that listen. Uh, uh, I am, uh, you know, you're not going to make it now, right? I, well, I'm going to say I, I should say Mark Teague is going solo on Tony Loco, and uh, we wish him the best of luck. It, it was his creation in the first place, and uh, he felt that he wanted to take it in a different direction than the than the partnership was going, and that's very cool. I have, as my but friends... But you've bounced back. As I've bounced back. My friends uh, so in the industry much have told me you get on the next thing. So I am working with, at this point I will just say... Derek's on the rebound. A major television icon from the 80s. William Shatner? No, from oh, the okay. 80s. Well, I guess, guess Shatner was the 60s. T.J. Hooker, Hooker, anybody? T.J. I'm not working with Shatner. I'm working with a with a with an icon who's kind of kept a low profile in recent years. And Dennis Hopper? No, no. He did those great commercials in the eighties, right? He's doing them now. No, so I can say, and he's working. uh, He's created a comic book and has asked uh, for my input and work. And I'm, I don't know what the name of the company is going to be yet. It's all very new, but we are putting together. I can say that we have an inker, (laughs) we have a script, we have an inker. We're working on trying to find a penciler. Oh, stop keeping me in suspense, Derek. What is it? And the inker is Walden Wong, who is the inker on the oh. upcoming Doctor Fate series from DC, and the inker of, of Fifty Two Number Fifty. Cool. So uh, and shout out. I love his right. books, by the way. Walden's. Walden's. I love his books. They went out of business. Oh, don't cry. Uh, so Walden's inking. <laughs> uh, we're we're talking to a bunch of different pencilers, and uh, it's going to be very exciting. I can't. Wait, you hired an inker before you hired a penciler. Well, absolutely. How's anything going to get done? Uh, it's it's it trust us. Okay, great. We'll be fine. I'll look forward to that. Um, uh, anyways, yeah. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to Walden to try and pencil, but he's, he just doesn't uh, have that. Uh, Tell you what, I'll do it for you, no charge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We want Stickman because we're not going to pay you for that crap. Anyway, yeah. yeah so we just place. got tons of comics. So stuff anyway, to talk come about. on and talk with us this weekend. We'll have a Q and A session. Come tug on Chris's beard to find if it's real. You know, poke us in our bellies to find out if those are real. We are going to have a Q&A thing, right? We Set will up. have a Q&A. We'll yeah, do a little bit about how to do podcasts. We'll do a little bit. We'll be recording. Do we actually know how to do podcasts? Because oh. I'm never really quite sure. We're starting to get the hang of you it. You know what I'm going to try to do? I'm going to try to defer to you for such things because <laughs> okay. you actually make it all happen. Rick Brettschneider should also say this weekend, if you're going to the Star Wars Celebration, Michal. Yeah. Is working tomorrow. Wave to Michelle as Thursday, he marches by. Five oh first. He's at the five oh first boot booth from ten to twelve a.m. on Friday morning. So if we, I don't know if we'll have this up by that. You know, Rick just like sweat spontaneously went. Poof, it was what like day a is it? It's Wednesday. It's okay. Wednesday. Uh, but he's he's gonna be at the celebration this is definitely all be weekend PG-13, long. Because I haven't got time to edit it. Yeah, he's de- he's gonna be at the well, celebration. All right, then. But he's Can gonna I be just a- say- no, no, no. no. <laughs> 
He's going to be at the celebration all weekend long. You can say it once before. As tomorrow. well as one of my college roommates, Dale Jacobs, and that's how I, I you know, not that that matters. But you were such a shout name out to dropper. Dale. Oh no, no one God. knows Dale. He's actually just my friend. He emailed Whatever. me and said, are you going to go to the celebration? And I can't because I'm going to be at Baycon, which well, is fine because I'd rather be at Baycon because I'll be a big fish there. Star yeah, Wars you know what celebration. I can't do? That sounds kind of You know what I can't do, sadly, and it's the same weekend? The Bond Fest Walk at the Castro Chicago. Theater. What? They're showing a It's just on of... a bondage fest at the no, Castro no, it Theater? Is the, it is, I I'll believe be they're showing that. all of the James Bond films over the films. weekend at the Castro. On and the I average, can't be there. two hours each. It's about 48 40, hours. Yeah, 40, 50 Which hours. was about how long it took me to watch Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End this week. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> zing. Uh, zing. I thought it was a decent film. Uh, but, you know, i got to say one of the things. Yeah, so what I, was it rated, by the way? Uh... PG thirteen. Come on! <laughs> you Anybody? want me to say R? Wow, that joke. Pirate older. movies rated R. Come that on, joke Eric. is older than Chris's beard. Anyway, uh, a, a decent wrap up, uh, but not as exciting to me. Didn't have a sense of urgency that I. I and I may be insane because I feel like I'm the only person in the country that felt this way about the second one. I think it's part. I never saw a second one because so don't ruin it I for pulled me. into the parking garage and I ran like hell to get there on time. So I had a lot of adrenaline coursing through me when I watched Dead Man's Chest, and I loved it because I'm probably the most awake and alive I've been in two, three years. And this, it was a two-day process because the theater that shall remain nameless, because uh, you know maybe they'll is it Voldemort? Sponsor, uh, <laughs> you know, Voldemort. Voldemort. The Voldemort Cinemas. Voldemort don't say it. And the Voldemort don't say Cinemas. It three times will come. No, uh, wait, that's Beetlejuice. Screwed up in what was supposed to be a digital projection and they failed to empty their hard drive before they downloaded the uh, nearly three hour But we do movie. appreciate them giving us uh, previews to see and we're not Absolutely. talking bad about no, them. No, I want to say shout out again. Michael Chesey from, from Terry Hines and Associates which is the press relations company and he handled that really well. That poor guy, I mean, he had 200 of, I won't say the foremost critics in the Bay Area, 200 of the critics in, are there in the Bay Area. foremost critics in the Bay Area? Yeah, are there, exactly. Uh, and they were really They're angry. All whiners. They were all whiners on Monday afternoon, and he arranged for popcorn and soda for us all if we could come back on Tuesday. And I thought, you know, it was a nice little touch. Yeah. So my free screening cost me 14 bucks and, you know, gas and, and parking and BART, but, you know, still, a good time was had by all. A decent time, but I'll tell you something because I'm going to say it now. I, I, I saw what I think is going to be the movie that's still going to be playing in movie theaters in August instead of being rushed to DVD because it was really good was oh, Mr. Mr. Brooks. Mr. Brooks creeped me the heck out last night. Really well done. I can't believe Kevin Costner found himself a franchise and found himself a franchise I want to see more of. It's a franchise? I think it, it, it very well could. He so has, it's like he has, Hannibal Lecter kind he of. He has said in interviews that, that the screenwriters have a trilogy planned. Wow. And it didn't feel forced. It felt, it just was really. Interesting. That's going to be the really sleeper well hit done. of the summer. I think it's going to be. That, the, it's, the commercial for it's creepy. It's no gratuitous violence. It's not all that bloody. It's all psychological. And how's Dane Cook? Is he hilarious like always? Is Dane he Cook's got one heck of a big head. That boy's a melon head. I had not noticed that. But Dane Cook's <laughs> head is Derek bigger. Is Alabama. <laughs> Dane Cook's head is Mitzi, almost get me a is bigger than William Hurt's talent. So uh, wow, I, that, that was just cool, Derek. That was cool. It's a melon head. It's a melon head. It was a little frightening. In some so scenes. what you're saying is you didn't pay attention to his acting. You just looked at his head the whole time. I get stuck with Dane Cook. The only problem with Dane Cook I do that in porn is right? that his hey, delivery hey, the is heads up here, boy. <laughs> his delivery is is a lot like his stand up, and so I'm used to the rhythms Dry of his stand up. Not funny. <laughs> no, but I mean he's fine. The character was interesting. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, somebody went to the Wiener Schnitzel beforehand. Oh, I'm Don Lucas. I went to Wiener Schnitzel. I got a fancy dream. Okay. Anyway. As we decay. Yeah, we have decayed. I just Our half-life is extended. Don't you want to see this live? I Woo! just wanted to get that shout-out because I really, I thought that movie was really, really good. Just me and Mr. Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, Mr. right. Wow. Brooks. Okay, good. <laughs> what was that pirate movie rated? Uh, yeah. You can insert that PG-13. one back in. All right. <laughs> uh, but and you know you're going to get a Pirates of the Caribbean four, and I actually really please and, can we not? But I'm going to say something. I think that they set it up so that if they do a Pirates of the Caribbean four, there will not be Orlando Bloom 
who, I mean, it's... There, <gasps> Don't ruin it for me! There are long scenes where it's like, okay, who's got the prettier eyes? You know, how me. can how can Kira Knightley be both more beautiful... And more masculine. And more masculine <laughs> than, than Orlando Bloom? It's a fight! It's a fight, yeah. and I just don't care about the relationship. I never did, you know. I Orlando Bloom, I, I, I would kill him already. Kill him, I, kill yeah, him. within within a minute. I'm, and so that's fine. But I, otherwise, I've got some really cool stuff going on in that movie. All right, just, well, just, don't just, ruin it. We're going to see. I'm it. not. I'm not. In fact, I was handed a piece of paper by the people at the screening. Please don't give anything away. I can't. That's all I'm going to say. And, and we're, we're back. back. <laughs> <laughs> There's only room for one catchphrase in this podcast, and it is a nickel and chino. No, that's not the catchphrase. <laughs> oh, damn it. Our, it's completely devolved. you got to see us live. See you on Saturday, folks. The 10 o'clock is different than the If midnight. you have any complaints, <laughs> Fanboy Planet After Dark. Editor at fanboyplanet.com. Join us, man. We'll see you at Baycon. This is Derek McCaw. That's... Uh, Lalo Fest. You don't know who I was going to I was going to make it a PG-13 name, but I I won't. Okay. And of course, our moral compass who's Again, just given folks, up. totally unrehearsed. It's amazing, isn't it? And Rick Brett Snyder. And, and pseudo guest commentator. Uh, no, Chris <laughs> Garcia, of course. <laughs> Please remember, guys, use your powers only for good. And we'd like to thank the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. You know what? I'm going to come dress okay. like a robot. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a good choice. But if you guys can all look at me like, Lon, what are you doing? Lon, it's a convention. It's a podcast. <laughs> I dressed up for the podcast, guys. There's no video at the podcast, there, 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 You should know this one. We have to tell you this every week. You mean I wasted an hour of makeup today? I wasted all this chain foil. I had him cover every inch of my body in silver pink. <laughs> oh, well, I guess it'll be good for the parties. parties. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so excited. There's no brother named Wapo. Oh, Wapo. Muy guapo? Muy guapo. I know Groucho Marx. Groucho Marx is a friend of mine. You are no Groucho Marx. Uh, Groucho Marx is dead, dude. Yeah, I know. That same day as Elvis. I got the letter. <laughs> Did he write it? <laughs> yeah, no, two days after. And his death got almost no coverage because of it. Well, you know why? Because well, of one of the That's kind of true. Mm-hmm. I watched Duck Soup the other day. That's a That's great, great movie. movie. It is. Jinx! <laughs> it is, but I kept waiting for Greg Kinnear to come on. So with that stupid house spark. soup, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be a good start for wrestling match. <laughs> the whole reason for the match is arguments over the Marx Brothers. Wow. And I'm telling you, it's Carl. Just when I thought comics couldn't stoop any lower. Punisher's taken down my little girl. A little girl who could punch through a wall. It's a great cover, though. Did you check the cover out? The look on her face. That's what made me go for it. I just love that. I miss the old days. That was days. the best thing last week. What, what was that? So George W. Bush gives Henry Pym another. Check. Check. Oh, <laughs> It's very soft in mine. There we go. You have it? Yeah. You have it? Yeah. All right. Am I done? Do I need no, to go? No. Do, do, do stand oh, there and good. talk for a little bit. Talk like Derek. 
I, you know, I haven't mastered his mannerisms first yet. Thing you, first thing you do is you stand about a yard away from the microphone. Oh! And then, and then you occasionally come in on the microphone. And then I don't back. know. And I'm talking about everything random, and I just like to go on and on, and hey, I take tangents. He's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> yes. uh, okay. Oh, okay. I was hoping want, I was, you shouldn't admit that when I'm recording. I was hoping the YouTube would be up from uh, Saturday Night I chaperoned the prom. I got hyphy, and there's no, a lot. You there's did footage. Not. There's footage. There's wow, footage. that's career. You were you like you know what? No. I, and the the hilarious thing is, several girls' dates just stopped dancing with them and joined me nice. in a dance line, and some of the teachers like. Was like something tribal, and the girls were trying to claim, like, "Oh man, you were ridiculous." I'm like, "But you notice all your guys were doing the same. Your boyfriends were doing the same moves. Apparently, I was actually kind of good." You know what I imagine it looking like? Carl Rove at that dinner. You know? Where he's like, oh God! Doing the Frankenstein. Okay, I can hardly wait for that footage. That YouTube. I'm sending it to you. I did not look like Carl Rove, and I know that's going in the outtakes, and I don't care. <laughs> he went out this. Comedy fans? I wouldn't doubt it. Wait, was it really necessary to turn air conditioning? Yeah, because I was picking up. There's also a high-pitched whine over there. That's Steve. I can't hear anything. I thought I'd turn it off, but it's the cash register. All right. All right, well, if we start start sweating, that thing's going right back on. I tell you, man, if Garcia farts, it's going on. Okay. I can produce one. No, don't. (laughs) I'm not an arguer. I might not live to feel the air conditioning. I can turn that back up. <laughs> if not, we've got plenty of comments. You know, this show... <laughs> this show, it's... I'm throwing everything away except for the outtakes. I know. <laughs> I haven't been it's able like, to begin. All right. It's like no content What well, would show. you... Which could we... And how does that differ from any other week? <laughs> Thank you.